Welcome in the latest episode of Five on the Floor on the Five Reasons Sports Network. You know, also catch us on Nothing But Net. That's on Dash Radio. So download the Dash Radio app for free. Search for Nothing But Net. You'll find us there every day, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. Pacific. Also check out FiveReasonsSports.com, F-I-V-E, ReasonsSports.com for all the latest South Florida sports content. The Marlins, of course, are in the playoffs against the Braves. They didn't fare much better than the Heat did today, but the Hurricanes are seventh overall playing Clemson this weekend. And of course the Dolphins are going to San Francisco. So don't pay a paywall to be able to read about your favorite teams. Go to five reasons Also check out our YouTube channel, plenty of new shows. And of course our streaming shows, our guy Alphonse Sydney is actually over there right now hosting. I don't know what kind of condition he's in after watching that, uh, but you should definitely check it out maybe for that reason, after you listen to the podcast. Also, check out all the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network, and that includes our friends over at Gonzalez and Tybor. You know, a lot of people talk about bankruptcy. They think it's a dirty word. It is not. Bankruptcy is one of the few laws that is actually set up to help consumers. A recent report showed that over 45% of people use their stimulus checks to repay debt. And remember, probably not getting another stimulus check for a while. So that was money that could have and should have gone to cover living expenses. Even before the pandemic, household debt in this country, especially credit card debt, was going up and it was hurting families and small businesses. So before you make another debt payment that you cannot afford or do something drastic like empty out your 401k or borrow money from friends and family, why don't you talk to a professional about your options? Contact Gonzalez and Tybor bankruptcyisgoodforyou.com. The phone number is 954-378-8184, 954-378-8184. An attorney will answer your call. Consultations always free, can be done by telephone or video conference. This is a local law firm and they've helped hundreds of clients get the fresh start that they deserve. So if you're having any issues with debt, don't hesitate. Bankruptcyisgoodforyou.com, 954-378-8184. One, two, three, four, five. On the floor. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick with Alphonse Sidney, Alex Toledo, and Greg Sylvander, part of the Five Reasons Sports Network. All right, Ethan Skolnick back on five on the floor. Here is today's floor plan. I've got Greg Sylvander. At some point, we will probably have Alex Salito as well, although I think he's going to be heading over to the Zoom calls. I can see him here uh, checking those out, so he'll check in with us here at some point. The Miami Heat lose to the Los Angeles Lakers tonight in game four of the NBA Finals. Not my fault. I was not in Orlando. I was in Fort Lauderdale. They lose 102 to 96. Um, the stat lines of note today, and again, uh, that score is not as high scoring as we probably anticipated in this series, but the Lakers were led by LeBron with 28, 12, and 8. Anthony Davis with 22, 9, and 4. But honestly, they got killed at the end by Contavious Caldwell-Pope, who had 15, was a plus 9 on the game, also had 3 rebounds, 5 assists, and then Rajon Rondo with only 2 points, but 7 rebounds and 5 assists, and kind of controlled the game late for the Heat. Jimmy Butler, 22, 10, and 8, near triple-double, but we're going to talk about the impact here. It was not as great, obviously, as the previous game, and he was a minus 12. Bam Adebayo, of course, did play 15.7 rebounds in 33 minutes. He played a full allotment of minutes. Tyler Hero with 18, 7, and 3. And Duncan Robinson had 17. Um, Not much from the bench tonight, and that's another thing we'll discuss. Kendrick Nunn, 2 of 11 
in 26 minutes. All right, Greg, um, the only thing just more disappointing than Heat's offense tonight was Mark Jackson, who told us that a hero is more than a sandwich. Um, watch Tyler go. Oh, that was uh, so bad. I, I mean – What does that even mean, bro? I, I don't know what it means, and I also – Sorry, know, I'm lashing out. No, no, we, we can all lash out. I mean, he also thought Tyler Hero was 21. He also thought LeBron was guarding Jimmy most of the game when, as we know, Anthony Davis, and this is something we're going to discuss, Anthony Davis was guarding Jimmy most of the game, which was the major adjustment. Somehow Mark Jackson missed that. Uh, so, yeah, and also Mark, Mike Breen said that Tyler Hero was a Bucks fan. All right, let's, uh, let's get into what happened tonight. T- to me, the single biggest thing on offense, uh, and we'll talk about Dragic and missing him because the Kendrick Nunn minutes were – a disaster um, is that Jimmy Butler has said all year that his jumper would not matter if they won a championship. But the counter to that was always, it was going to be hard to win a championship unless he had trust and faith in his jumper. And tonight the Lakers made him pay for that lack of confidence in the jumper. They put Anthony Davis on him. They put length on him, uh, got his arms up, but basically backed up three feet and (laughs) went under everything and allowed Jimmy Butler to take shots he didn't want to take. And then Jimmy had the one big attempt at the end of the game, the corner three from the bottom, kind of in a half transition. He missed it. KCP went down and scored with a three on the other end, and that, to me, was pretty much the game. How did you evaluate Jimmy's performance? I'll start with you, Alex, because I know you got to jump in a second. How do you evaluate Jimmy's performance and also the adjustment to put AD on him? Honestly, I was kind of good with them doing that. You know, as somebody rooting for the Heat, I, I thought that they would be able to get a lot of jumpers. Uh, clearly, that didn't work out tonight. They, the, the Heat, for some reason, just have not been able to make jumpers at the same rate that they have a whole season that they did, you know, throughout the first three rounds. And, you know, despite playing against elite defense after elite defense in the playoffs, it had just completely left them this round. And I think that really was what did it tonight because Jimmy could not get going in the same rhythm that he had last game. He couldn't get those switches that he got last game. And really, AD's length bothered him. They went under a lot. They, they stopped going over and letting Jimmy turn the corner, which I don't know why any team would do that, honestly. But anyways, I, I thought Jimmy had played a good game for the most part. I think he got a little bit too passive in the second half and definitely down the stretch now in the fourth quarter. I think it was obvious that he was trying too hard to get the shooters going because the Lakers and the Heat knew that they needed to get their shooters going. And I think it became so obvious that he, he was looking for their shot and he kind of turned into, you know, we complained about Bam earlier on in the season where they where it became too obvious that they're looking for the pass. And I think just at that point, even though you don't want it to just be on Jimmy and Bam to score, that's not how the Heat got here. At, at that point, when the shooters are missing all those shots, they got to really take control. They weren't able to do that. I, I thought the team played great altogether, you know, for the most part. But down at the fourth quarter, there was too many mistakes. And I thought the fourth quarter, they got outplayed and out-executed by the Lakers. They got some more 50-50 balls. And I, the Lakers deserve to win. I th- that one stretch that you're talking about is what really, like, sealed it for me. Just because I think, the, you know, the alternate universe, Jimmy hits that shot. And, and who knows, right? But I think that from there, that's kind of where it, they, the, the, the dams, you know, the, the, what's, the, what's the phrase I'm looking for here? The, yeah, you know, the dam everything broke. got overflooded. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah the, the, the dam broke. It was basically Katrina. I, I mean, I, I think – when you look at, you know, again, that sequence, some of the things we talked about all year, you know, they crop up at the worst times, right? And, and, I, and I thought that their defense tonight, going man, their aggressiveness, I thought was terrific. I thought Bam was terrific uh, defensively. He changed the whole tenor of their defense. Yep. But offensively, you know, the issues we discussed, you know, Jimmy's lack of faith in the jumper, 
you know, not really being able to run much for Bam, you know, a night that the shooters were off, which has now been, what, four straight here in the finals that we've seen this. I mean, Duncan hit a couple, but for the Jay hit a big one, but for the most part, they were off. And then, you, you know, you look at the nun minutes, and, and I, I, Greg, we got to get into him a little bit because I, I know it's ifs and buts, whatever. I mean, Goran tried to play. I, I mean, he, I felt so badly for him watching him. You know, Will Manso tweeted out the video. And he, he couldn't move. Um, but if you have a healthy Goran Dragic tonight, maybe it is different because none was two of 11. Um, there was no off-ball movement when he was in the game. They were running like two-man game with him and Jimmy. It didn't make any sense. Yeah. I, I, I kind of feel, Greg, I, I, again, I, it is what it is. We'll never know. But I just feel Goran Dragic makes a huge difference in this game. Huge. Absolutely. But, um, you know, with the Kendrick Nunn situation, I kind of feel like this was one of those nights where Spolstra was going off of a gut instinct to some degree um, because Kendrick Nunn was aggressive and, you know, uh, he hit two threes when we were starved for threes early on. Listen to me saying we, sorry, that's never going to go away guys. But ultimately when you're two of 11, I feel like 25 minutes is a bit too much for Kendrick Nunn. Uh, if you really look across the box score, uh, Duncan Robinson ended up shooting three of six from three. Tyler hero was three of seven. So they got closer to where you want to see them shoot. So I, it's almost like from my perspective, like, let's tack on an extra three or four attempts for those guys in this circumstance. And Kendrick Nunn maybe takes a little bit more of a backseat. Olenek only getting 12 minutes after as well as he's played, I thought was also mm -hmm. an interesting uh, yeah. adjustment. And, and then just finally on Jimmy, cause you guys kind of unpacked most of it. So I won't spend much time there. I think he had a really good game in terms of that. He was an assist shy of a triple double eight of 17 is, uh, you know, approaching 50% land. What is that? 47% shooting. So I feel like he was efficient enough, but, this is the type of series where when you're down Gorin and obviously as, as well as Bam played defensively, you're not getting the 36 and 15 Bam that we saw against Boston. So ultimately you're going to either need an out of this world performance by a Jimmy Butler, or you're going to need multiple guys to kind of pop in a bigger way than they actually did. And, uh, and that just didn't come together. And, and Alex hit on it. Like the Lakers in the second half, they outplayed Miami, got, they, they essentially got to more of the 50-50 balls. And here's the big thing. The Heat had an opportunity in that first half to create separation, and they didn't take advantage of it. Mm -hmm. And the Lakers were turning the ball over. LeBron James had eight points, I think, at half, something like yeah. that. The, you need to be up by nine, by 11 at that point to give yourself a cushion, and they just didn't do that. And against this Lakers team, you can't afford not to do it. Yeah, I mean, the point was made, I think, by Van Gundy that they needed to be up more at that stage, and, and they did. And, look, LeBron kind of worked his way into this game, but then they started to bully the Heat a little bit. I mean, their size late. Uh, you know, I, And I think we, we got to give Rondo and KCP credit. I mean, I, you know, I, I've banged on the Lakers guards all year. Uh, Caruso even got hurt in this game. They're obviously not playing JR. They don't have Dion available, not that they would play him anyway. But, the, you know, their guards have, have not been great all year, but – KCP made big plays in this game. Rondo, just with his basketball IQ, made the right reads late in the game. And that's when you have LeBron. And to me, the shot for LeBron that just jumps out, which is just his excellence. And he doesn't look – watching him now consistently, like he doesn't resemble to me the guy I watched up close with the Heat. He just doesn't. Not he's, not, he's not that anymore. He's just not. Um, but that turnaround on the baseline – the one turnaround. Yeah. The, the That's perfect when you knew he, he was feeling it. The, yeah, the perfect balance. And, and I remember a conversation I had with him when he came to the Heat. 
the first one on one I ever did with him, I said, what are they working on with you? And he said, my balance. And I, when I watched that shot, you know, to have that, that fadeaway, that was a Jordan fadeaway, except with a little bit more depth to have, to have, to get to that fadeaway at that time. He's still great. He's still great, but he's not, he's not takeover LeBron anymore. Not, not what, you know, I, I think that's one of the things I've noticed in this series and Anthony Davis is inconsistent. Um, but when Anthony Davis needed to make the big, you know, long range shot at the end, he did. And, you know, when you have those two players and you said it, Greg, to win this series, Jimmy Butler has to outplay LeBron James. It's just, yeah. it's, you know, it's what you have to do. And he didn't tonight. And I would quarrel a little bit with how good a game he had. He, he made his first, he had a great first quarter. He made his first five shots. He missed seven straight at one point while passing on others. And, you know, I don't want to get the expectations too high because he had a 40, 11 and 13, but he was, he was passive at times tonight. And yeah, and, no, I, and they, they exploited right. it. They exploited it. They exploited seven, it. Seven free throw attempts tells that story. Like when, when Jimmy has this type of game, what, what kind of takes it to the next level, to your point, is when he's 10 of 12 from the line or he's 11 of 14 or something like that, you know? So that's like what was missing. So you're, you're right on in that he wasn't as aggressive as maybe we would have liked. Yeah, and, and this I'm reading some of the tweets here, and we'll get to some of the – you know what? Let's get to these in a second. Uh, first, with a word from Safe Cubbies. I want to introduce you to another of the great new sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network, and it is a sponsor that would be important in any time if you want to have a beautiful workspace, but it's especially important now when you need a safe one as well, and that's safe cubbies.com which offers modular office solutions designed to elevate your open office into a modern and safe environment at any budget you can personalize your workspace with options like whiteboards magnetic panels acrylic sheets and graphic branding most of the surfaces are non-porous for easy cleaning and can be removed or replaced within minutes now this is for workplaces they've got a bunch of different options on their professional series but also they've got private room solutions dividers and sneeze guards and they have a classroom series as well so if you're involved with the school this is definitely something your school should check out of course if we have school in the fall and that's the point here we were entering a new normal period with COVID-19 safecubbies.com which is locally owned is the place that you want to go the phone number is 754-216-1071 again that's 754-216-1071 or safecubbies.com all right, I'm getting to some of the tweets here, um, responses to me. Lakers are just better, period, end of story, but it was a fun run. That, that's what I'm getting from a lot of, a lot of Heat fans tonight. Uh, here's Alex is actually on the calls right now. He's tweeting them out. Uh, Spolstra, you just have to credit their defense. They just made more plays going down the stretch. We'll respond, um, which they will. I, I mean, their competition level was great tonight. Nobody can, oh, yeah. can, can question that. Jay Crowder was playing so hard. He was undermanned down there. But, again, I think you see, looking forward, Greg, the things that they need. They, they clearly – look, they need another big because they don't trust Olenek enough. After the two games he had to play him only 12 minutes tonight, yeah, they need another big. It speaks volumes. It speaks volumes. And, and look, they're going to need another um, – they need another ball handler, you know, playmaker because I don't know where Nunn is right now. I, I don't know how he fits long-term. And then obviously you're going to re-sign Dragic, I would think, you know, at age 34, and he's going to be coming off an injury. But when you didn't have him and you didn't have – and none was ineffective, there's no one else to go to. I mean, this, they have a developmental culture, but the other guy they got is Gabe Vincent, who's a guy they're not going to play in the finals. So I, I almost kind of wondered would they have benefited from having just a veteran point guard there somewhere. You know, like the Lakers, 
for all the, tr- you know, the much as I've trashed their guards, the fact that they could pull a Rondo out, okay, who can make plays for them and get them into offense, the Heat just didn't have that guy. Like, the Heat would have benefited from a Rajon Rondo tonight just to organize them and yeah. without Dragic and, and none of That's was- where you feel it. That, that's yeah. like you just said, without Dragic. Like, that's where you start to really feel the difference between having Dragic, even in limited minutes. Mm-hmm. And obviously, if he was getting ran off the floor, that's a whole other conversation. But to miss him, um, you, you see that this team needs to address uh, some point of attack defense stuff that we saw in – in prior series and then you need another competent big and um and the 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 one plus side is that i think that you are seeing that hero in an expanded offensive role while his efficiency has gone down and yes there's absolutely mistakes that he can clean up i think you're seeing that he has the capabilities of being a 20 point scorer and i think like to walk away from these playoffs and these finals kind of with that in tow is is a valuable um you know thing to check off the list yeah i actually i and he just um brady our guy brady hawks on the calls now too he he tweet tyler tweeted tyler hero says the series is not over which again is what they have to say it's what they got to believe and it's how they got to prepare tyler i tweeted that the to me the single most important thing that's come out of this postseason is these minutes for tyler hero are going to be invaluable like he's going to be looking back at these minutes five six seven years from now and how they benefited his career i mean they were looking to Tyler Hero to make plays down the stretch. Like that, again, in the NBA Finals to save their season, they were going to Tyler Hero. And really, you looked around and you're like, okay, that's the only option. You're not going to Duncan. Uh, it's not Jay's game to create. You know, Bam was not going to create for you tonight, and Jimmy wouldn't shoot a jumper. So, yeah. no, <laughs> uh, so, so, so really, it was on him. And, you know, I, I just, again, regret that, you know, you couldn't have him and Goran out there at the end of the game and to kind of kind of see what that looked like. Because, you know, look, Duncan got cooked a couple times defensively. They isolated him again. And, you know, he just has he, – he looked like he was going to have that game tonight, and it just – he still hasn't had that game that kind of justifies what's, uh, what's going on on the other end. Um, other stuff I wanted to get to tonight, just, uh, you know, as we watch it, you know – Eric decided to go man tonight and I I was happy to see it because if the heat are going to go down in this series, go down playing Miami heat defense, you know, junking it up with his own for a few possessions is fine, but as reliant as they were on it. And I did tweet this because I ran into Zoe. um, I'm, you know, my bad when I was back in the hotel on Friday night and he was at the hotel bar along with, you know, some other heat personnel. And I just said, you know, this defense, they're playing this zone, look like the kind that you played lock and trail all the rest of it. I said, no, this doesn't resemble it at all. They got back to Miami heat defense tonight. Um, and, and for a team that struggled so much defensively this year, but was so good offensively for them to lose a game where the defense played well enough, you know, was kind of, uh, was kind of frustrating uh, before we move ahead to next week. And again, we'll bring out our next game, which comes up on Friday. So they got two days off. I don't think Dragic is going to play, by the way, I just, I don't think two days is going to make enough of a difference. Is there anything else be- that we can put a bow on this one before we move on to what they need to do next? Oh, you're not saying anything. Okay. <laughs> I, Silence. I mean, I think- I think we've kind of unpacked everything for this game. I mean, because I do want to look ahead. I think that it's a valid conversation because what they're saying about the series not being over, the Heat's competitiveness in this game – 
that tells me that like they're going to go into this next game and have the chance to get another win. It doesn't mean they're going to win the series. Like that's not what I'm trying to get at, but I don't think that this is going to be a team that rolls over and says, let's get out of the bubble for game five. Um, So there is definitely something to discuss in terms of them being able to clean up a few things and play a little bit better, uh, particularly capitalize on some of the LA mistakes and, and squeak out another victory and kind of extend the series. I think that that's a viable option. All right, I'm going to bring Alex in here on a second, especially he comes off the calls. Before we do, I want to tell you about another great sponsor of the Five Reasons Sports Network. That's our friends over at Keystone Chiropractic. Did you know that Florida is a no-fault state? That means if you're in an accident, no matter who's at fault, your insurance company is responsible for paying your medical care. In Florida, you only have 14 days after an accident to see a doctor to report an injury. After that time, you're responsible for your own medical bills. So make sure you get checked out by a licensed health professional if you suspect that you got hurt, even if you think your injuries are minor. Get more health tips like this and more by following at Keystone Neuro, that's N-E-U-R-O, or at Dr. Jonathan Chung on Twitter. Or you can also check out the website, chiropractickeystone.com. Mention five reasons and you'll get a free phone or video call consultation. Um, All right, you touched on this a little bit, kind of what they do next. I think the first thing they need to do is just mentally regroup. They're going to have two days. They're down 3-1 to LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Um, this series, for all intents and purposes, in, in the public's eyes, is over. Um, there's also, we've talked about this the other way because the Heat has been in the position where they could close out. There's also this tendency to just say at a certain point, I want to go home. <laughs> I want to go home. I, I understand uh, why you would feel that way. They have been there. Uh, it is now, I think, 94 days that they've been there in this or something like that. It's like 97. When do they get there? July 7th, right? So what are we at? Is it three months tomorrow? Well, today yep. now, because we're doing this yeah. at midnight. They have now been in the bubble for three months. How do you fight the tendency to say, okay, we gave everything we could. We took the Lakers to the limit. We had this incredible game three. We're without Goron. Bam wasn't 100%, although he played pretty well tonight. You know, let's pack it in. Do, do you expect their best effort in game five, or do you think at, at last they're finally going to relax? Look, I think it's really – I think it's a good point. I think it's like if they were to just pack it in, it's easy to understand, right? And I think that's a, that's a sentiment that's really been shared by a lot of players, uh, you know, around the bubble, a lot of coaches and staff. Uh, people and now I'm hearing NBA media members who have been there like I listen to Ben Gulliver and he's been just kind of like yeah we've been looking at the at the at the finish line for weeks now everybody's waiting to get out of there but the Heat have not shown that this whole time they've kind of been you know the the opposite of that this entire time so no I'm I'm with Leif I'm expecting their 100% best effort I'm expecting another game of desperation you know just full desperation effort and I think that's really all they can do at this point uh, but as far as touching up on everything else that happened in this game, I really do think they played a really good, a, a really great defensive game plan as far as running the same one that they had last game. Again, with the man-to-man principles, it's just trying to make uh, AD uncomfortable every time he touched the ball. I thought Iguodala did a really good job when he was guarding him, similar to how Crowder did last game of getting under him and really bothering him. I thought he did a great job. Bam was phenomenal on defense. And I will say he, there was a couple mistakes there that he had. But other than that, that I feel like every other time I saw him on defense, he was, he was phenomenal. Like Davis could not do anything on him. I, I, I have not seen Davis been, you know, 
that uncomfortable throughout the series other than when Bam's guarding him, right? And other guys have done a, a nice job. But when he gets the ball versus a small, it's still, you know, it's still a mismatch. It, that, that is not the case with Bam. So that, that makes me feel good. But they needed to win tonight. They needed to win tonight. I don't right. like counting them out. Like, I, I, this is not the team to count out. But it's just, it's just such a daunting task to come back from down 3-1 versus a LeBron-led team where they also have the next best player in the series. And, you know, there's, they have clear mismatches that, that, that they took advantage of, and they got outplayed down the stretch of a fourth quarter. They've been great in the fourth quarter, especially throughout mm -hmm. the bubble. And, you know, LeBron is somebody who will outplay you in the fourth quarter. It just happens. And, and you know, that plus the Heat missing their threes, it, it all came at the worst time. Like, I, I know that there were some big ones there, but there was really no rhythm, man. Like, Duncan Robinson had to hit a, th a three off the backboard. Duncan And Jake Browder yeah. Yeah. started. And, and that's not on Duncan, man, because I really don't want people to start, you know, going on Duncan as far as offense. I will say he got absolutely – cooked on defense and yeah. I don't mind people going at him for that because I think you know they give up buckets to Rondo and KCP in the worst times where you're just like you can't give up layups at this point in the game and I, I think that was on Duncan but uh, the offense part is just like they're just absolutely swarming him man you could tell he's trying to really get these shots off there's only so much he can do you know and honestly like the three-point shooting went, went away from him at the worst time once again I don't know that, that's really like you take that away from the heat and it's just so hard for them to score when you're talking about an elite defense like this and they got out executed man I, I I didn't love their effort down the stretch I really didn't I thought there was too many little mistakes and way too many free throws for the Lakers way too many offensive rebounds and not even necessarily from their bigs like all those little things this is the stuff that Rothstein talks about um, in, at the halftime broadcast you know the 50 50 balls all these little things that's how you got to win in the margins, man. And the, the Lakers won in the margins. I think that sums it up. Um, I don't know where else to go. This is the least yeah. I've ever wanted to do a podcast after a game, by the way. Uh, yeah. I mean, no, it, it's rough because they've come this far and, you know, you wanted to see them try to finish the job. But I, I think what you saw today was a team that finally ran up against, like you said, the mismatches. Like they're, they, they, they overcame a lot. They competed. But ultimately, you know, you've got LeBron. They're getting every foul call in the fourth quarter, which we kind of knew was going to happen. I mean, they, oh my God, they don't didn't even commit get me a foul for that. the first, first nine minutes. Did Jimmy, get, did Jimmy get a call in the fourth quarter? No. Because it was insane to me. I thought he was getting just as much contact as the other guys. But, but even without you, that, they got outplayed. Like, Jimmy and Bam got outplayed by LeBron and AD in the fourth quarter. Well, and when we talk about packing it in, like, we're going to know early, I think, in this next game yeah. um, how the Heat are going to kind of – if they're going to just say, all right, we've had enough, this was a great run, um, or if they're going to give them – you know, it, we'll, we'll know early. So that that's one thing. And, and the other part of this that I, I just think can't be lost is that as much much as um, we harp on the three-point shooting, the Lakers hit three more three-point field goals. So that's nine Just points, like in every right? game. Well, the, 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 so they made nine points more than Miami. Well, the Heat hit three more free throws. What's the difference there? Six points, and that's the game, 102-96. So it's like uh, you have to hit more threes than L.A. to win this series. And the missed free throws, man. Oh, my God. Those are killing me, too. Well, but they usually don't. That's the thing. That, that's the one place where they've been so consistent in the bubble. And I, I do think at a certain point, again, not excuses, I do think at a certain point the fatigue catches up, and that's the stuff that happens first, right? That's oh, Jimmy where, was exhausted at the end of that, that game, that's, man. That's where you lose your concentration. So – to me, that's, that's where some of the frustrations. All right, a word from Manscaped, and then I'm going to come close this thing up.
We'll get back to our episode here in a second. Before we do, I want to tell you about another of the great sponsors of the Five Reasons Sports Network. You know, Knicks are no good in the NBA. You're familiar with that? The Knicks are no good? Well, Knicks are no good when you're shaving certain parts of your body either. So that's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created. I never thought I would actually say that on the podcast. And just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Their third generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to advanced skin safe technology pioneered by Manscaped. When I tell you this is premium, I mean, premium, the battery will last up to 90 minutes so you can take a longer shave. The waterproof technology allows you to groom in the shower. One of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. And let's not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. If you're listening to me speak right now, I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Make sure you trim yourself. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code 5RSN at manscaped.com. And now this is where I end my career. Your balls will thank you. And now back to the episode. All right, Ethan Skolnick back on five on the floor. Bam Adebayo speaking now. So Alex Alito will be tweeting that stuff out. Uh, my final thought on this, whatever happens now the rest of the way, Obviously, the Miami Heat season has been an incredible success. They've way exceeded expectations. But I also think that this run has illuminated some things. I think it has shown you what the Heat need going forward. And I, while I think that growth of this particular team um, is certain to come, because I think you're going to have growth from Tyler Hero, and you're going to have growth from Duncan Robinson in particular, and certainly I think Bam Adebayo is going to take another step. I also think that what was recognized here is the Heat need to get bigger. <laughs> they need to add a, a significant big. They need to add another playmaker um, who can knock down those shots when teams go under. Dragic can't be the only one on the team who does that consistently. And obviously, as Pat Riley's looking at this, this was all found money. Um, it's house money, as they say. It's an incredible run that I think that they're going to appreciate for a long, long time. But if it is over with, if they cannot win the next three games – uh, certainly Pat Riley is going to recognize this offseason that there are still some things they need to address. And, and I think we came out of it. Um, Alex, do you want to hop on or you want oh, no, he's on right now? So he's pointing, <laughs> check the quote. He's he's letting me know, check the quote. Okay. We'll close here. Hold on. We're a little off our game tonight too. Quote from Bam Adebayo. Nah, I mean, our backs are against the wall. It's not like it's never been done before. We still got hope. We still got to fight to the end start to finish and with that we'll be with you tomorrow night thank you for listening to the five on the floor on the five regional sports network one two three four five on the floor 